Library, Friday the 18th of August. You're very welcome. So this week, I made a post on X, the application formerly known as Twitter, about the subtle art of power plays. And I'll link to that post um, in the show notes for this episode. Sometimes leadership is closer to open conflict than you would wish for, so you have to be ready. Even though we don't want to fight, it can happen regardless. In this episode, I'm going to talk about some tactics that you can use when you find yourself in one of those confrontational situations. You may choose to employ these tactics, or you may have been on the receiving end of them. Either way, I'll help you spot them. For me, they're in the same category as martial arts. Aggressive techniques that you learn to defend yourself, but you hope you never need to use them. So let's get into some typical examples. So firstly, you can decide to not stick to the agenda set by others. You will often see this in the wild where somebody turns up at a meeting and there may be some agenda set for the meeting, and they don't care. They just turn up, they talk about what they want to talk about, they bring along their topics, even if it's off even if it's off the agenda, um, and they just pull people in that direction. So the play here is simple. Um, you want to be showing that you're the one who is in control, and this is why this is a good example of a power play. Regardless of the agenda, you're going to discuss what's on your personal agenda and, you know, not worry about everybody else. Another way that you can do this, uh, which is somewhat related, is to operate by your own timetable and to ignore the timetable set by others. So if people say they want to have something done by a certain date, you just ignore it. You deliver it early, you deliver it late, it's up to you, but you operate by your own tune. Everybody else is listening to rock and roll, and you want to play jazz. You have your own tempo, you have your own beat, you have your own way of doing things, you have your own cadence, and you largely just ignore everybody else. Obviously this can be super annoying for everybody else, but remember here we're talking about people who largely don't care. Another power play is to always delay your responses. So a classical, a classic example of this is just by default, just don't respond to your email same day. Maybe don't even respond the day after. So the intent is to show that you're going to get back to people eventually, or maybe never, but it's up to you. But the default is to delay your responses, to show people that they need to wait for you. Another play is to act without communicating intent. So just do what you want to do. Don't tell everybody you're going to do it. They only find out about it after it's happened. So intent is not stated. Actions are carried out, and it's up to other people to figure out what's happened, why, when. You don't provide any context. You just do it. Another example is to accept all information offered, but respond with silence. I like to think about people like this as being a bit like a black hole in outer space. Light goes into the black hole, but nothing comes out except darkness. So you're receiving information from everybody, but you're not providing any information. 
Then we have stop apologizing. If you're constantly apologizing for every little thing, you can come across as being a little bit weak. Uh, think about the, the cliche of the, the Canadian versus the American. Um, the American is brash. The Canadian is apologizing for everything. Um, so it's uh, it's a stereotype, of course. It's not true. Um, but it's an example of where people think if someone is extra polite and is apologizing for every little thing, they can come across as being a little bit weak. So the intent here to show your, your power is to not apologize. The next one is really subtle, even in a, a list of, of subtle power plays. Arguably, some of these are not so subtle, but this one genuinely is. So how about complimenting your opposition for doing a great job on tasks that you know they hate doing? So let's tease that apart. If you know the opposition hates doing something, and they do it, and you compliment them in public for doing it, chances are that's going to stick, and they're going to have to keep on doing it. So if somebody does something that, you know, maybe they have to produce a report or something that they hate doing, and you rain them with praise, you say, hey, great job on that report, that was amazing, I really loved what you've done with that report, no one else can do that report the way you can. All of a sudden, they own that report. They're going to be doing it from now on. And um, they they don't like doing it. They hate doing it. It's wasting their time. And you're keeping them busy on some uh, you know BS report that you actually don't care about. And then the last one I would share would be leaving gaps open. So you see something that's about to go wrong. You see the, the coffee mug that's about to fall from the table. But you don't rescue it. You let it fall on the floor and smash. Um, you can leave gaps open, deliberately let things fail, and then sit back and enjoy your popcorn and watch the consequences. Obviously, the responsible thing to do is to step in and to you know prevent the failure from happening. But again, think about the kind of person we're talking about here. Uh, these are power plays. Um, you're not going to respond. You're not going to respond to someone else's problem. Um, that's their problem. And if they fail, well, that's on them. Now, obviously, um, I'm not advocating the above as default modes. Um, so some of them are quite hostile and, and quite nasty. Um, and I've been on the receiving end of many of these throughout my career. So I've learned a hard way. And I'm sure some of you guys listening will probably see some familiar a-hole behavior um, in a lot of these. So I'm definitely not advocating these as your default. However, you may find yourself in an exceptional situation where you are actually being attacked. It's a confrontational situation. So think about that martial arts um, example that I used at the beginning. Somebody's trying to attack you. Somebody's trying to hurt you. So you got to defend yourself. You got to come out swinging. So these are examples of how you can come out swinging in a way that is not going to get you um, into trouble in terms of being, you know, fired from your role or whatever. But they are going to put you in a position where you've got a bit of a moat around yourself and you've got some defensive infrastructure in place. Sometimes leadership is very political. Sometimes leadership is boarding on warfare. And when you're in a fight, you have to realize you're in a fight. So, you know, you need to be ready and you need to be prepared to stand your ground and come out swinging and defend you and your team. So this is the darker arts of leadership. 
I hope you never find yourself in a situation where you need to use these techniques, but it's always useful to have um, uh, a few weapons in your repertoire, let's say. So apart from that, what else did I do this week? Um, I am adding a new report to 5.today, which is my personal productivity application for leaders like myself and you. So you can basically see in that report the average time it takes for you to close a task uh, measured in days. So um, you can see a monthly breakdown of the typical amount of time it takes you to um, close a task in your task list. Um, so I hope to launch that report early next week. Um, it's been a long time since I added a new report to Five That Today, um, but I want to add some more because I feel that it is one actually one of the most useful um, aspects of that application is to be able to see how productive you are. You know, typically, how long does it take me to close a task in a given month? Um, can I improve that average? Can I get it down? Um, apart from that, in terms of media that I've been enjoying this week, I'm still watching Foundation Season 2. Um, it's absolutely uh, great. Um, loving the part that Jared Harris is playing in particular. Uh, he's a fine actor. I've seen him in many things since the days of um, Mad Men was probably the first thing I saw him in. So I definitely recommend that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's probably the best science fiction on, on TV right now. So um, yeah, definitely check that one out. And um, I will leave it there. I will wish you a, a great weekend. I hope you do something nice. Go outside, touch some grass, and um, yeah, spend some time with your family and friends. Take care. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.